welcome and thanks for tuning in to Pandora's Wrath Podcast for our 12th episode. We thank you for joining us and listening to our podcast and have a very special year-end episode for you today. Normally, we'd be discussing an unsavory aspect of bad dates and relationships, but as this is the time of the year that we want to look forward to new beginnings, we are going to share some ideas on that. Um, But in the new year, rest assured, we're going to be opening Pandora's box. The one that's filled with all the dark and troubling events that happened during our subject's relationship while her partner was having a relationship with over 20 some odd people during their time together. So be sure to watch out for our season two coming in 2020. It will be based on true crime, true heartbreak, and true events. And you know how that goes. The names are changed to protect the innocent and not so innocent. Now for our final episode. Last week's episode was about lifting your spirits during the holidays and watching some fun movies that will help you get out of your funk, help you not feel alone and be lonely. We probably still need some more of that, right? In my Facebook feed, I've seen a lot of friends post the following uh, thing. You may have seen it too. May the tears you cried in 2019 water the seeds you're planting for 2020. Yep, that's a nice positive sentiment. Something to think about. Tears are good for you. A good cry sometimes really helps. Um, But that doesn't work for all of us. And you are the one who's going to have to identify what works for you. For me, I just have to get it out of my system that moment. I don't hang on to things that irritate me. You don't hear me saying six months from now, remember back in June when you did X to me. I I just can't live like that. I have to get my upset feelings out and move on. Okay, maybe that's not completely true. Every experience we go through and come out of changes us. It makes us stronger or weaker in some cases. Again, it's dependent on the individual and the circumstance. Broken hearts happen over many things beyond relationships with a mate or partner. A death of a pet, a parent, a friend, a coworker, someone you idolize, and so on. It could be from the ending of a relationship or the loss of a job. How to heal a broken heart? Well, there are steps, believe it or not, according to psychcentral.com, and they start with going through it, not around it, meaning face it and embrace it and accept it, and then detach 
and revel in your independence again. Fill the void by focusing inward and not outward. Heal yourself. Put yourself first. Remember, you don't need anyone to make you happy. You control your happiness and you can find happiness by yourself. List your strengths. What are you proud of? Write it down so you see it. Allow some fantasizing. In my parents' case, they used to joke about spending the insurance money on travel or whatever because they knew death was coming and one would be left alone and they were not tying them up but giving them a chance to keep living by being in the moment and in that truth. Help someone else. Nothing is more gratifying than giving back to someone, whether it's giving a bottle of water to a homeless person, driving a neighbor to the store, leaving a nice card for someone who's feeling blue. Look around you. You can find many ways to give and feel good. Laughter. A good laugh will release your endorphins, which will elevate your spirit and clear your head. Make a new world for yourself. What are the things you put off doing? Go swimming. Go for a long drive. For a hike. Read a book. Watch a good movie. Volunteer at a pet shelter. There are so many things that you can fill your day with that will fill your heart with joy that you will soon forget about the sadness that you're feeling. And that is hope. Hope is something to build on. When you start looking ahead, you can make a world where you're happy and you're filled with joy on your terms. That's how you get there, with hope. And then a plan. Another thing we need to do for the new year is establish boundaries. That's right. We talked about boundaries before. But how about making a pact with yourself that only people you will be having in your lives are the ones that truly want you in theirs. There are people who would be blessed to have you in their circle of friends. And you will blossom with this new tribe where you're easily accepted, right? Remember your gut feelings, those red flags we talked about in earlier episodes of our podcast? Well, keep in mind that sometimes you meet someone that you know you don't want in your life from that first moment of meeting them. There's no reason on the planet that you have to let them in. L-I-G. Let it go. So let's keep the boundaries rule happening. Use your voice to say no. And if you do, you'll find yourself feeling empowered. You'll also gain respect from those around you. They will understand you're growing into a person who can be counted on to stand up for themselves. And in turn, they won't push your boundaries. Imagine that. Less conflict. Here's an example of saying no. That was very hard for me to do, but in the long run, it raised my value to that person and the group. I belong to a professional organization where I volunteer at their nonprofit. I'd been working on an event plan, 
and was getting grief from one of the group leaders to the point that I had enough of his lack of professionalism and respect for me, and I told the head of the group that I was done. I would no longer be able to support them due to this person. Two weeks later, I had felt relief because I had been taken advantage of and disrespected, and I still was at peace with that decision. (laughs) Then I got the call, the apology that I was truly valued, that I was quote-unquote great, and they really wanted me back. It was a hard thing to do, but it was the right one. Even if that apology had not come, they learned that they were not being respectful and would suffer the consequences as the resources they needed to make this event stellar were going to be provided by me, someone they treated poorly, and their event would suffer. So think about who you say no to. Is it your family, friends, employer, or your pets? No more treats today. Not that they understand. So I say practice on yourself. Say no to snacks after 8 p.m. Say no to buying more stuff because you're bored and shop online when you feel badly. Say no to staying up late. And start saying yes to those things you want from life. To live a happy life. Maybe it's moving to a new place. Painting a room. Putting a vase of flowers on your kitchen table. Listening to music that you love. You can do anything you want to fill your heart. It doesn't make you selfish. If you don't take care of yourself first, how can you take care of anyone else? You just have to think out of the box and change things in your life. Don't let those around you including fear, stop you. Oprah is quoted as saying, cheers to a new year and another chance for us to get it right. Well, I personally don't think there is a right or wrong way to live, but I do believe that we have to identify that which is bad for us and not repeat those experiences. As J.P. Morgan said, The first step towards getting somewhere is to decide you're not going to stay where you are. The choice is ours. We get to be the person writing the book of our lives and do it from experiences we want, not those we have to endure because we're not standing up for the life we envision. What do you want to have in your story for 2020? The new year is a blank slate. Nothing is written. Everything is possible. Your current circumstances may dictate where you start, but not where you go. I'm going to say that again. Your current circumstances may dictate where you start, but not where you go. Change is hard, but change can be good once we take the steps needed. Is your health where it could be? Maybe not. So what's keeping you from taking a few steps to make changes happen? Like drinking more water, eating more food, 
that is in its natural state, not processed, walking 100 steps a day, more than average, getting eight hours of sleep, and so on. Simple little steps make big ripples, and change happens for the best. Personally speaking, in the past year, I've lost eight inches in my waist by changing a few things, like drinking more water, eating cleaner, and not overeating. Now, don't get me wrong. I still indulge in fried foods and desserts, but I do so with the knowledge that it is something that I want to enjoy at that moment. So I don't let it guilt me. Life is too damn short for us to regret eating a piece of yummy chocolate cake or having a third slice of pizza. Get over it and enjoy it. Don't worry about anyone else's judgment. They don't matter. They need to mind their own business. Unless they are there to support you, they don't get to tear you down. I saw another post on my social media feed that said, if you look at life as a glass of water half empty, pour it in a smaller glass. That hit home with me. So many people bite off more than they can chew at that moment in their lives and then view themselves as failures or turn dark and negative. If they view the world as a glass half full and do not see the positive in what they have, then you need to step back and look at a smaller but full glass where you can move forward and not stop growing, changing taking your life back, and finding true happiness that you can sustain. Start smaller with a full glass. Alfred Lord Tennyson said, Ring out the old, ring in the new. Ring happy bells across the snow. The year is going, let him go. Ring out the false, ring in the true. You determine what is true and what is false, right or wrong for your life. No one else. You have the controls. You have to first identify what that is. One of my favorite TV shows on Netflix is Queer Eye with the Fab Five. Tan, Karamo, Antony, Bobby, and Jonathan. Their new season is amazing. Transformations by helping people reach deep down and ask themselves who they are. And they do this in Japan, where it's a different culture, different people with the same problems we have. Many of us have been bullied to a point that we are afraid to ask to be ourselves, be it gay or straight. We all face some challenges on the road to discovery. And by using our voice or by speaking our truth, who we really are and being able to be that person fully in daylight, not hidden away, we will change our world, change the interactions we have with others in our orbit and have hope for building the futures that we want to have and worlds we want to live in. So when you're feeling down and you have a subscription to Netflix, turn on Queer Eye. They will brighten your day 
fill your soul with love and help you focus on you. Isn't that what this reset is about? This new year, 2020? Hilary DiPiano said, you can get excited about the future. The past won't mind. We all have life lessons that we should have, or in some cases, could have learned from, right? Do you use your voice when you're faced with a situation that you're not comfortable with? Let us know by liking, sharing, and subscribing to the Pandora's Wrath podcast. I'd like to thank you for taking time to listen to our 12th episode. Future episodes for season two will be a little more hard-hitting and, like I said in the beginning, from real life, real scary, real sad situations. We thank our partner and sponsor Panic Afterwards for their continued support as we reach out and build our audience. And thank you for listening. Please tell your friends. If you have a story that you want us to share, you can email me at tellingall at pandorasrath.com or visit our website to submit your story for consideration. And let us know if you want to be a guest on our show. That's all for today. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, retweet us on Twitter. And you can find all the links for that at pandorasrath.com. Because we're just getting started. And we're here to tell you more. That's right. Happy New Year.